the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey guys, welcome to the Mess It Up Podcast. Uh, this is show number, let's see, what are we on? 157. Next week is our third anniversary show, mm. which is just crazy to me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I don't understand why it worked that way. I guess because of the way, but if there's 52 weeks in a year, maybe just the way that the, the Tuesdays work out, it should have been show 156, but the way the calendar works out, next week is our anniversary mm-hmm. show, third anniversary. So this is the last show of our year, I guess. And we'll Long be back next year with a new one. Um, and, and there will be no shenanigans, but shenanigan is... Our uh, word of the week this week, Shenan. and I, I'm throwing that in early. Yeah, and you may heard have heard that I've got uh, a friend here with me. It's Giselle again. While I'm typing some stuff, go ahead and chat with the people. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Shenanigans. I like that word. Yeah, I really do. And it's. Um, it, I looked up the word because I always like to look just to make sure that I'm understanding it right. And my understanding of shenanigans is like silly and and mischievous and just like goofing yeah. around kind of stuff. But the first definition it has on the interwebs is secret or dishonest activity or maneuvering. Oh, that I would not. I feel like it connotes something silly, but whoa, that's. Yeah. Ooh, connotes. Ooh, putting that in for a a future word of the week. That's nice. nice. I like it. So anyhow, you've heard that Giselle is here. I am here. I'm uh, the Bowtie Guy. We like to do this once a week, bring you a little bit of levity and joy. Uh, So that's what we're doing today. Uh, If you want to help us out, because we're helping you out with a free show on on your device right now, you can help us out the same way by giving us a review or a rating. You can follow us on any of the major social media platforms i'm not on tiktok i, I i'm not a tiktok no no don't do it TikTok. Seems like i hate it there's a lot of skanky stuff on tiktok that yes. i don't want to be bounced around with and stuff so and i, I don't I understand because some people are like oh i just click education and like religious stuff and i'm like but then you always have a random video that's like twerking and i'm like yeah uh, <laughs> yeah my two-year-old's next to me <laughs> that's education i guess yes <laughs> yeah i'm not ready to teach my two-year-old about that Right. Uh, so anyhow, um, we're on those things. So you can find us and please follow us. Um, if you want to go above and beyond and by golly, why wouldn't you, you can tell your friends to go on and, and follow us on these things and listen to the show and you can share it on Tuesdays with that hashtag of tune in Tuesday. But there's a further way that you can really, for our, our like a plus overachievers, what can they do Giselle? Patreon. Yeah. What how much does that cost? Only as little as a dollar a month. Yeah, dollar a month. And uh, that's really good. We've got if you were a Patreon uh subscriber um up until last week, you know, uh we've got your gifts in the mail. I went and got those and they're going to be mailed out this week, so be looking for that in the mail uh very soon. Uh we really appreciate our Patreon subscribers. So uh, check that out on the webpage. You can go to messituppodcast.com, click on become a patron button, and it'll give you the information. Or you can go to patreon.com slash messituppodcast and get the same information. Patreon, by the way, is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot C-O-M. Uh, and I think that's all I need to no. say about that. 
Okay, so I remembered. I was going to tell you something on Friday, and uh-huh. I kept forgetting what I was going to tell you. Right. And I have awesome ideas for Patreon. So oh, wow. So there's going to be new I... stuff coming. Yes, I think so. Outstanding. I'll let you know. And while we were doing this, this is just how awesome we are. I mean, the people already know. But I just want to cool. give them a little bit of extra evidence. Both of us took a picture of the other person and, you know, a, a selfie with the other person while all that was going on. It was tremendous. Yes. And I keep, the other day I was like, you know what? He takes a picture of me all the time while I'm talking, so I'm going to do it to him. And this was like before you left for Hawaii and that one day I left my phone in the car. Oh, and I was like, man, that's God's like, no eye for an eye. That's right. Or a mouth for a mouth. Yeah, yeah, a selfie for a selfie. <laughs> and a lot of times I'll catch Giselle without warning her. So this time I held up my phone and I showed her the camera was on so she knew. So I'm feeling <laughs> like we're getting a groove with that uh, yes. that picture thing happening. Uh, so um, I think that's all the stuff we need to talk about before we talk about stuff. Last week when you were on, we talked about the four immutable laws of the spirit that I had seen on a sign oh, in a yes. store in Hawaii. And I went back to the shop to ask them for further details about that. And what I found out was the lady who was in the store, running the store, said, oh, that's my friend's, and this is actually her shop, and uh, this lady came in and joined with her because during COVID, they weren't able to keep both of their shops open, so they just sort of, her friend let her set up uh, her store in that store. So she said, my friend is in California, so I really don't know that's her sign, so I don't have any more information. But what I'm going to do is I'm willing... and." A lot of people wouldn't do this for you, people. I want to know. I want you to know how dedicated I'm. I'm willing to go back to Hawaii oh, to find no. out about that sign. You um, really don't have to. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm. I'm a giver. And we might knock door to door because the other person's in California. So yeah, they're somewhere in out. California. Yeah. So Giselle and I are going to go up the state and you know just <laughs> knocking on doors. Hey, do you know about? Yeah. <laughs> um, but what we want to talk about today is uh, I had this thought. That um, and, and this is a quote from a person that says, when things get dark, we truly see our light. And um, I was just thinking about that. And so I wrote it down uh, in my, my big ideas. And so when I gave Giselle some ideas about what we wanted to talk about, she said, this one sounded interesting. Mm-hmm. What grabbed you about that, G? Um, I think the big thing is just... Uh... It's kind of like, I, I, I guess I was thinking of like, you know, what, what makes you stronger. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of this like Black Eyed Peas song, bigger, faster, better, stronger. Like, I don't know. Okay. So anyways, so, um, I don't know. I just was thinking how, like how my postpartum depression, how that my light was able to shine through that and that was one of my darkest moments yeah so i mean without that i probably wouldn't have been on this podcast a million times yeah or you know seeing that i do like teaching Mm -hmm. and yeah like my gift right yeah so for for me i was thinking about this because i was in an attic and uh, it was up at Pastor Dan's church. And so I had a light. The, the, it was the attic of the church. So I came up through 
the, the ceiling in the library. And so it opened up to uh, the back of the church and then where the auditorium is, it goes up. So the, uh, the attic space goes around their auditorium. So their church building is a long rectangle. The auditorium is like a hexagon or an octagon kind of shape inside of that. Mm. So it's got a hallway that goes beside it. So the, the peak, you know, the ceiling just goes up in a regular A-frame peak. So that the, um, the attic has this weird space in the middle where you can't get to. And the light doesn't shine around the back. Wow. When you go up, you can turn the light on and there's a light there in that main area. But I had to get all the way to the back because I was running cables for a camera. And I was like, man... I can't see here in the dark, but I had a light. So when I turned my light on, I could see. Now, when I went up to the front where the light was, I couldn't see my light. My light was shining, it was on, but there was so much other light, it just washed into all the rest of the light. But mm. when it got really dark, the little light that I had that didn't seem super bright in the daytime was like illuminating the entire area for me so I could totally see everything that was going on and, and make it happen. I was like, yeah, wow. I've been in dark places before mm -hmm. and it can get easy to hide in the dark. I mean, when, when things get emotionally dark for you, like you mentioned your postpartum, um, what is your, your knee jerk reaction to darkness? Uh, do you have one or does it change? Uh, oh, I'm a very shut down. Like, I just want to shut down, crawl under a blanket. Um, but... Then what? Then what happens when you're under the blanket and you're shut down? I don't know where you're trying to go with this. No, I'm just asking. <laughs> just, just, just asking. I'm like, like what, trying like, to think of some like, profound no, thing that he's profound. trying to get to. No, nothing to. profound. No, no. Just pr what practically, what does that look like? What, like, are you reading? Are you crying? Are you sleeping? Are you singing? Are you punching the wall what what do you uh, what do you do when you get to that place where you've withdrawn and you're you're there what is the actual not you know psychological or philosophical but what's the actual like if i was looking at giselle at that point what would i see uh crying lots of tears okay um a lot of why god why me mm-hmm um never hatred just sad depressed crying um, it's really weird because we have an audience here. Yeah. So. We're doing this in front of a live audience. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I don't even listen to the podcast I'm on. So uh, it's kind of weird people listening to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so for me, I have a couple of different reactions when it gets dark. Um, and I, I don't, I haven't spent enough time thinking about what makes me react in one way or the other. I think a lot of it is dependent on how long the darkness has been there. Mm -hmm. As the darkness continues, my ability to fight it can get worse. Um, but, but there's a lot of factors I think that will come into to how I react to darkness. But initially, most of the time, my reaction to darkness is to fight it, to try to turn on mm -hmm. a light and to shine and to, to find humor or joy or try to help somebody or get out of that headspace that I'm in. Yeah. Sometimes though, it is, it's just like a collapsing. I think it's like, I think about being in the ocean. Mm. When we were in Hawaii, we took a hike to uh, a beach that is made out of peridot. It's, it's a green sand beach, sort of olivey green beach. 
and it's in a an inlet from the ocean so the waves come in and they get funneled toward the beach so the waves get bigger in that area and uh, people will swim there and, and it's only it's probably 200 yards across this little inlet uh, but you'll see people swimming so Bev and I went up to the top of it and we were looking down at the people and I we could see the waves coming in and when people are going to swim out into the waves they'll oftentimes dive under the wave to so it doesn't sweep away instead of staying on top you dive under the wave and you can swim through mm -hmm. it I was watching people do this and these people came and the wave was going to crash on them and they tried to dive under it and I saw where they were and I saw where they popped up and it was you know 20 feet behind where they started was where the wave took them. And sometimes when I'm out in the ocean like that, when I dive or a wave overtakes me, I'll fight to get to the surface. And then sometimes I just go boneless and just like wait until I float up mm. because I just like, I can't do this. I don't know which way is up. I don't, and I just, you know, go boneless. And sometimes in life I'll do that emotionally. I'll go emotionally boneless and just wow. give up because yeah. the darkness just feels too bad. Wow, I didn't think of it that way because when you were talking, I just thought like ever since I had Grayson and had postpartum depression, like I need to soak up as much light as I can during the day. And mm -hmm. if I don't soak up that light during the day, like my nights could be the worst nights mm -hmm. in like forever. So it's almost like you sometimes you just need to fight for that light and just wait for it to overtake you right yeah or the wave i don't know yeah and i know that you know sometimes sometimes i can i can sense it coming i could see it there'll, there'll be warning signs sometimes i recognize those red flags sometimes i don't mm -hmm. and every once in a while i'll just get hit by a rogue wave that just knocks me down and i'm just like why do i feel sad i i know that i feel sad and i can identify it's like okay i'm feeling sad I don't know what I'm feeling sad about. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I feel like giving up or why I feel like fighting. Right. Even when like things could be going so great in your life or at least my life. Like I'll think like I have a wonderful husband, wonderful child. We have a wonderful home, but it's like you can still feel sad and darkness. Right. Right. Like just then yeah. I was going through this list of wonderful things that you had and I noticed wonderful friends didn't. You know, pop up there. I was like, okay, she's going to, where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? And it's going to be, a, nope, didn't make the list, the, the top three. But that's good because you've got, you got son, family, husband, home. Yeah. Son and son. Yeah. Like the yeah. son. Oh, yeah. Oh, three the, oh, sons. you. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I think it's important for me anyway. So I, 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 I don't know if it's in your experience, if it works this way. But for me, I try to look for those warning signs so I can avoid it. Because mm -hmm. when I do get overtaken and I just, like I said, go boneless, sometimes it's hard for me to bounce back from that. That can be, a, you know, debilitating mm -hmm. emotionally for hours or days or weeks. Or I've had it for months where I've just been emotionally incapacitated. Yeah. And I don't want to get there again because that, to me that's a scary place. Uh, generally speaking, I think I'm usually an optimistic, optimistic person and, and kind of, you know, the, the glass isn't half full. It's all the way full. It's got water and air in it and it's, it's yeah. all stuff. Um, and so if I don't have that, I feel off. If I don't mm -hmm. have that optimism, 
I feel off. And, and I'm thinking of times where I've been in major darkness and how I've been able to fight through that. And one of them was when I was incarcerated. That was major darkness. And that was an area where I was able to stay pretty positive most of the time. And I think a lot of that was uh, white knuckling, mm -hmm. just like refusing to give in to the oppression, refusing to give in to the negativity that can happen there. Uh, but it was still, it was dark, uh, yeah. but I was able to come through it. Uh, and, and now sometimes I'll get overtaken and I'll think, well, you made it through being incarcerated. You've got to be able to get through this. Yeah. It's like how much pressure can a, you know, diamond handle or coal handle before it, you know, becomes a diamond. Ooh. Like eventually it will break. Right. Yeah. So I think that's the struggle with me is how long can I stand the darkness before I could see the light? Yeah. And, um, I guess for me, like the struggle recently was, uh, is that, you know, COVID slowly coming to this end where life is going to be back to normal. And it's like, okay, do I go back to the way things were? Because I'm pretty happy right now. Like, yeah, COVID sucks, but like, I feel like, like my family, like we were really close and we were able to work, like build a, this relationship for this year, this year that we've been, like things have been shut down. But then it's like, okay, like, do we go back to this life of helping out at church and then it bringing a lot of frustrations that just made me so unhappy? Because right now, the past two Sundays, I've been going to church and I've been so happy. But then you get caught up in like, oh, now I need to go back to my nor regular, quote unquote, like normal life. But it's like, maybe I don't because it'll just bring me back to an unhappy place. Right. Well, I, I completely understand that because when I got out of jail, people said, well, are, you know, do you want to get your life back? And I thought, that's what I thought. That was what my goal was. I want to get my, my life back. And then I realized that I had my life. Hmm. I wasn't satisfied with it. I wasn't content with it. I wanted different. Yeah. And if I got it back, yeah, I would, I would go back to the same feelings of lack of contentment mm -hmm. and underappreciation for what I've got. And it wouldn't benefit me to get all that stuff back which is why i don't even try to at this point and i'm so glad that god didn't give me all that stuff back yeah. and i never really understood the the old testament verse where it says you know god replaces what the locusts have eaten and and he gave job back more than he lost it's like nobody lost his kids and it's like i lost my daughter mm -hmm. and i got her back even more mm -hmm. uh, after this and and so i do have a greater understanding and appreciation for those types of things wow. yeah and i think i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap it up for this you know half yeah. we're gonna come back and talk <laughs> a little bit uh but i've got a song and this is it's not a brand new song but it's a new ish song and it's uh the the newest most current uh for king and country song amen which the first time i heard it i was like i'm not really sure if i dig this song and now I dig this song. And that's the same thing that happened when Joy came out. I was like, you know, I'm not really sure if I like this song as much as their other stuff. And then mm -hmm. I was like, it became my song. 
and I love this song, Amen. So we're gonna give you about 90 seconds of Amen from For King or Country. We'll be back to talk more about uh, bringing light in the darkness. So here's For King and Country with Amen. Make it known. Yeah, I'm coming alive with you. I'm coming alive with you. I was living a life you. I'm coming alive with you. All the people say, So we're back. Um, so Giselle, give me your uh, your thoughts about that uh, song. I love the contrast he has in a lot of the lyrics, like down for love, up for air, underwater, overjoyed. Yeah, like it's just like so good. But the thing that really stuck out to me. And um, is the it's very simple. It's just, yeah, I'm coming alive with you. I'm coming. Wait, is that the part? I was living a lie till you. I'm coming alive with you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's just like, um, you you. I feel like at times I feel so unworthy, mm. but those are just lies that I keep listening of the world. But when you really hear God's truth, it's, um, you know, you really could step out of that, like we were talking earlier, darkness and really step into that light of his love for us and he doesn't expect us to show to work for his love we just need to embrace it yeah Yeah. and and i think amen amen because you know the the meaning of amen is you know so be it Mm -hmm. let it be so it is true and these things the one that you you brought out there i was living a lie till you so up until the point that I got to Christ, I was living a lie, and now I'm coming alive with you, and and I'm truly living, and and I've got you know my little bracelet that I made at Thanksgiving. I still wear it. it says live in, that, that renewing, that constant renewing of the mm-hmm. spirit, and and I can't do that without him. 
I also think, and I, I highlighted this, find another song with Caterpillar in it. <laughs> this is, this is Caterpillar to Butterfly, you know. And it, but that, that change, that metamorphosis that we go through, it yes. is, um, it's all we need. And that's why I love the fact that it's amen. Because it's like, we say these things and then boom, that's it. It's, it's true. Nothing else needs to be added to that. Yes. It's like we are alive because of him. We were lying without him. Amen. That's mm. it. Didn't need a sermon. We can find a sermon. We have a whole lesson in CR. But, <laughs> you know, that's just, you know, what it is. I feel like the more simple you keep things, like the more impact they could have on on yes. understanding. We get so esoteric. Yes. And fun fact, I learned about a caterpillar that I think was very interesting that stuck with me is that, yes, a caterpillar becomes a butterfly, but the caterpillar needs a struggle to come out of the cocoon to be a butterfly. Yeah. And that struggle is what we all go through. It's right. It's crazy. Say more about that, t- t- that story that that goes along with it. Do you know that, how they found that out? No. So there, there was a butterfly and they, you know, it, it fights to get out of that cocoon and they took the, they, someone saw a butterfly struggling to get out and they opened the cocoon for him so they could do it. And the butterfly couldn't fly because it hadn't gone through the struggle and its wings weren't ready to do it yet. And that struggle is necessary for it. If we, if we save it from the struggle, it doesn't reach its potential. And, And it's the same way with, with us as Christians and like with our children, if we protect our children from every struggle and never let them have anything, when they finally do meet that struggle as an adult, it's the end of the world instead of just a little bump mm-hmm. on their knee. It's like, oh my gosh, I've never seen blood before. And now, am I going to, and you know, so we, we've got to go through these things. And those are the things that make us stronger. Yes. Those are the things that add beauty to our lives. I mean, I love being with you, but because you're willing to talk to me about your struggles and I can see that, it doesn't make me think less of you. It makes me admire and love you even more to know that you fought postpartum and you're here now and an advocate for people that might be going through that same thing. And, and that's where the beauty is. You know, I would mm-hmm. love to change the things yeah. that happened in my life. I'm not glad that I broke the law. I'm not glad that I hurt people. I'm not glad that I got incarcerated. I'm not glad that it made my life difficult and I can't get a job at all. I'm not glad about that. Mm-hmm. However, if I hadn't gone through that, no one would be listening to this podcast right now because yes. I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Last night I was at dinner with my mom for her birthday. And typically when I'm with someone for their birthday, I'm going to give them all my attention. My phone rang and I looked at it and it was from a person that was in one of my CR inside groups hmm. uh, two years ago. Wowza. And I got a call from this guy. He's living in Texas now, uh, start, about to start his own trucking company hmm. and being very successful. And he decided mm-hmm. he hadn't heard from me in a while and he found me on Instagram. And so he gave me a call on Instagram, which I didn't even know was a thing. You can do a video call on Instagram. He I didn't calls know me that and I'm either. like, I was looking at it, I was about to hit no. I was like, I'm taking this, this call. <laughs> and I wouldn't have been doing that. But I had that impact because I was in the prison doing that. And the only reason I was in the prison doing that was because 
I had been incarcerated myself and I knew how much it meant. So these things that could have broken me just made it so I was pliable enough for God to use me in these different ways. Yeah. And put me into that, like we were talking about, that darkness to let my light shine. And, and not even my light, but his light through me. And, and I think we've talked before on the show about you know, the light will shine through the cracks. And, and there's mm-hmm. a great um, uh, song by Jason, what's his name? I lost it now. Um, but he came and did a concert here in Ridgecrest. And, uh, but it talks about God shining through the cracks. Jason Gray. Jason Gray. Uh, thank oh. you. Listen For to a Beth. second, I was like, gonna, Jason Derulo? That's uh, not a, a Christian. Um, so, you know, he, he talks about the light shining through the cracks that, that is there. Mm-hmm. And that's how people can see the God in me. If, if, if I don't let the cracks happen, the God just stays inside of me. No one sees it, but they'll yes. see through that, that crack, through that opening. Yeah. And I realize, like, oh, they're just like, I realize that sometimes trying to keep people from seeing what you've gone through, like, that doesn't benefit anyone. Mm-mm. Like, that's like, you know, keeping a flashlight all to yourself. Yeah. At a, campground or something I it, don't know. it wastes the pain mm-hmm. that we went through because no one's going to benefit from mm-hmm. it not even ourselves and, and it makes that time that we spent going through that hardship uh, useless yes and 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 we're robbing others and we're robbing ourselves and we're stealing glory from god because we're saying no it's better for me to be miserable yeah. and and i don't know how to get out of that sometimes yes it's like I guess you need to fight that shame, right? Like, I feel like sometimes mm. a lot of that is the enemy th- making me believe that I have something to feel ashamed about. And honestly, I feel like the enemy sometimes is attacking me now, even though I know I've gone through my postpartum depression, just seeing other mothers that aren't going to post through postpartum depression or maybe hiding the fact they're mm-hmm. going through they're not like they're going through that because then it makes me feel like well why did i struggle so much like what's wrong with me that's not wrong with them (laughs) well and because of your struggle because of your willingness to talk about your struggle when we were with my daughter heather i kept on asking her how are you doing no Mm -hmm. really you can tell me if there's a problem i want to know because i knew how it affected you and it made me and i had you know this is not our first grandchild Mm -hmm. but because of your sharing of that it made me a lot more aware and sensitive towards what she might be just trying to hide and put a a good face on. Yeah. And I feel like too, like I don't think people realize sometimes how like we could have friends, but just having like family nearby is so makes so such a difference. Yeah. Too. And I see that with my friend that just had a baby where it's like her family's nearby. So yeah, okay, she's probably not going to postpartum depression because I didn't really have that. Like sometimes I just wanted my mommy and I was ashamed to share that I wanted my mommy. Like I was 26 year old. I just wanted my mommy. I wanted to curl up on her lap. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And I think that's the the game that the enemy plays with us is Mm -hmm. telling us that we're not worth it. 
Yes. That it's silly, that we should be ashamed. Um, I went to bed last night and I laid down and when I put my head on the pillow, I was just like, I felt sad. Mm. I didn't know why. And I could feel a tear just kind of roll down my nose. I'm like, why do I feel sad? I should talk to someone. I should, I should wake Bev up and, no, it's not worth bothering her. Mm. Uh, maybe I'll call, and I thought I'll call Andrew. No, it's late. I don't want to bother him. You know what time he goes to sleep? And then, you know, I thought about my daughter. Um, I heard my phone uh, beep and I could see that my daughter, because we share a, a cell phone account, mm -hmm. so she paid her part of the cell phone bill. And so the phone company sent me a text saying, so I knew she was up. I was like, oh, I don't want to bother her. And, and that was the lie. And I just, I went to sleep and then I woke up and I felt better, which is typically what'll happen. But it's just like, he tells me, yeah, it's not worth bothering someone. Yeah. You know, they're going to be annoyed if you call them this late at night to just talk about some random fact that you feel sad but don't know why. Why are you bothering them? And that's just so, because if someone told me, man, I was really feeling down last night and I didn't call anybody. I was like, I was up. And if I wasn't, yes. I would have woken up. You should have. I'm the well, first I one get... to say that. And, and I'm the last one to call. Honestly, that makes a difference because I get mad at so-called friend that I talk about a lot because she gets me upset. And it's like, you needed help at church? I had nothing to do. I could have helped. And it's like, I think as much as you don't want to hurt other people, like people need to feel wanted and needed. And I feel like that's why, I guess, turning it back to like the light is why it changed my way of seeing things when someone told me that God needs us because he can't worship himself. Mm. And I think that's where it was like, wow, he needs me. He wants me. We're like, if you don't reach out to people, I feel like as much as you're hurting, like you're hurting others by not robbing them of that. Right. And I told, um, I, I'm helping a friend out right now with their business because they work with uh, their family. It's a family owned business. And one of the family members is having some medical issues so they can't work. So I'm just going in and, and helping. And they said, well, I want to pay you. I said, no. I, I will not accept money, so you're just going to keep it. And they said, well, I, I really, I, that's not right. And I said, look, nobody can be a giver if someone's not a taker. Mm. So if you don't take my gift, I can't be a giver. I can't give to you if you won't take my gift. Mm. And sometimes we have to be takers. And there's a, a, a feeling that we're given in this you know, idea in society that you know takers are bad people. It's like, no, sometimes we just... Nobody can give if someone doesn't take. Mm -hmm. You've got to accept that compliment or that gift or that whatever it is, you know, so that yeah. someone can get the benefit of, of giving. And, mm -hmm. and you won't always be the taker. And if you are yeah. always the taker, well, then maybe it's your time to give. Uh, and you're, if you're always giving and never taking, maybe you're selfish. Uh, well, even though you feel like you're yeah. giving, you're, you're being selfish because you're not letting someone give to you as well. Yeah. So. It definitely... That makes sense because a lot of times my dear daddy has a problem that I hate so much where it's like he just, he likes to be the talker. The talk, talk, talk. So 
like I've learned You find to... a lot of people like that in your life. Yes, I attract them oh all. Oh my gosh. Now I'm feeling a little, you know, <laughs> self-conscious. But like, I hate that so much that I've looked into my life. So every time I talk to someone, I'm like, okay, I think I've been talking too much. Like, so I like automatically think of like, some kind of like, so how are you doing? Or like, <laughs> so like, what do you think? Like, so I, I get self-conscious about that. So I guess that's one way to see it where if it's a one-way street think of how it could be a two-way that's street. so funny because as we do this show <laughs> we sit across from each other so that we can see each other and it's a conversation and i'm watching giselle i'm watching her lips just kind of move as i'm just going on and on and on and she's, like, <laughs> and she's real sweet and kind she doesn't barge in but i can see it's like okay stop talking now paul find a way to stop talking and in my brain i'm just telling myself shush shush, shush and then She'll say something, and as soon as she says like two words, I'm like, okay, and now here's, yeah, it's it's nutty. It's very That's so, nutty. Now yeah. you're self-conscious. Totes, my goats. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyhow, um, so talking about the light shining, our true light shining, one of the other things I was thinking about with that is the true light comes out. Mm-hmm. And, and when, when I'm panicky and I don't have time to think, the stuff that comes out, that's what's really in my heart. Sometimes I try to temper what I let out into the world so it sounds better. Or like earlier when I asked you, well, what does that look like? And you're like, well, I don't know what you're trying, something profound. I was like, no, 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 just think. So often I'm trying to find the profound mm. and the beautiful words. Uh, the something that'll make people say, oh, wow, Paul, that was really, that was deep. Yeah. Uh, I'm not Jack Handy. I don't need to be deep. So what, what comes out, I think, when we get into those pressure situations or those panic situations is what's really inside us. My friend Mark always says, if you mm. squeeze an orange and you put pressure on it, orange juice is going to come out. Mm. Um, and life puts us in a grip and squeezes us. Mm. And it just reminds me that I need to be careful about what's inside me because that's what's going to come back out. So whatever oh. I put in me will come out. I like that. Um, I like that especially because we watched the animated movie last night and it was talking about how like all these like mythical creatures like Santa and Easter Bunny and how they've all become guardians of the children because they had all these layers but deep down like Santa had joy and you know Easter Bunny had some other like deep down thing and there was Jack Frost and he's like well I don't know what my insight is like I make things cold. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But then later he realized, like, I'm fun. I bring fun out. Mm. And he embraced that. And I think, uh, I don't know where, how I was connecting this with you. I forgot what you said. But <laughs> I guess I'm connecting that because it's like, it could be something so simple as you're a fun person or deep down like you're just a good listener yeah and the world needed you mm-hmm. god makes everything and he looked around and he's like you know what the world doesn't have it needs giselle mm-hmm. it needs paul mm-hmm. it needs you dear listener whoever you are god it needed to have you be here mm-hmm. to make the world more perfect So that means you are completely worthy of making that late night phone call. Yes. Or telling someone 
when you're not feeling great mm-hmm. or reaching out to a friend um, to share that because the darkness is better with someone else. It's less scary. Yes. It's less dark. And if we all have just a little tiny light, but there's a whole bunch of us, it becomes overpowering. Um, we had koki frogs in, in Hawaii. One little koki frog makes a little noise. But when you get the tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands that are out there in the jungles, it's loud. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's loud enough to hear when I make a phone call at night. I can hear them over the, my daughter's phone in her house. I can hear the koki frog <laughs> because that, that combination of it grows and that's how we are when we are worshiping God together or when we are mm-hmm. you know just feeling each other breathe next to each other to know that there's someone else who gets it and who loves us so wow. I guess the homework this week is to call someone late at night wake call. someone up no text and, call and and say hey I care or hey I need help whatever it is I'm not I'm mm-hmm. not asking you to to have a crisis so if you, if you have a crisis, definitely do it. But if you mm-hmm. don't, just call someone at a time that's inappropriate <laughs> just to let them know that you During love them. During dinner time. Yeah. And be intentional about it, not just if you text someone, text them back a couple times. Yeah. Because I don't like when people are like, hi, how are you doing? I missed you. And then you text them back. It's like, okay, I guess you didn't miss me that much. Crickets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Oops. Wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't miss you. Yeah. So, all right. Well, cool. Well, um, don't forget to use the hashtag tune in Tuesday for the show. And really people next week's show, it's our third anniversary. So I really want you to, you know, get people listening. I would love to have great numbers on that, uh, that third anniversary show. That would be something that you could do to make your old friend, the bow tie guy here smile uh, big. So tell all your friends to tune in to the show. Please make sure you subscribe to it so then it'll just automatically download to your device and you'll have it ready to go. It's so awesome. My wife is not techie, but she subscribes to the show. And if it's not there like early, she'll be like, hey, man, where's the, where's the show? <laughs> I need the show. Uh, so do that subscription so it'll show up in your, your feed and uh, share it with everybody. If you want to become a patron and give to us financially, that's great. As little as a dollar a month really makes a lot of difference in our bottom line. Helps us make it so I can do these things. And um, I love doing it. Uh, if you can't afford a dollar a month, that's cool. The show is always free. But we really do appreciate you who give financially. So thank you very much to all the patrons. Thank you listeners for listening and sharing. Thank you for a great three years so far. And uh, thanks Gigi for being here again. Thanks, thanks for being here Because you're at my house. I am at her house. We're not doing this over the Zoom. Yeah. Look for those pictures on Instagram. We'll both post and and tag each other in them. So uh, check us out. Uh, And I think the only thing left to say is we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends and we'll see you next time we mess it up.